passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. The Eagles reporter for 94 WIP and also the co-host of the uh, Sixers Podcast. Clap your hands with Kyle Newbeck of the Philly Voice. He joins us right now. We'll do both Sixers and Eagles. What's up, ESP? Man, I'm just excited you're having me on to only talk about the schedule. Can't wait. We can break down all the weeks. We can go week, <laughs> you know, week by week, win, loss. So uh, it'll, it'll be fun. Yeah, we may wait till Tuesday or Wednesday to, to do the, the, the wins and losses. And, we, and, yes. we, and you yes. will get one schedule question on the way out the door. But All right. Elliot, how are you feeling today, my friend? Terrible. I mean, it was one of those things where I woke up this morning and for a brief second, I forgot they lost. And then when you remember again, it's like, ah, oh, that really happened, right? I mean, I've been, I've been in a lot of arenas with bad fans. I was at the Super Bowl loss. I've been at Big Eagles losses, lots of Sixers losses. I've never been in an arena as sad as the one I was in last night. And, and I think the reason Sixers losses just impact people differently is because when the Eagles lose, you don't feel like a fool for believing in them. Like, yeah, they lost, and it's disappointing, but they're a good organization that wins a lot of games, so you can rationalize it. When the Sixers lose, there's this feeling of, I can't believe I let myself think they would win. And I think the difference between last night and some of their other playoff losses is, last night wasn't a disappointment about, like, avoiding something. It was that everybody thought this was it. And that excitement and that joy we all would have felt if they won – which is completely ripped away from us. So that was, I thought, for me, like the most disappointing part. And Elliot's call sponsored by B&B Beverages. Shop the new expanded cold craft beer section at B&B Beverage, mm-hmm. featuring door after door of the finest beers 
from the Delaware Valley and from around the country. Elliot, you're right. It's like finally everybody said, you know what? Like, no, Joe, actually, he's, he, he's, he's gotten over the hump. He's the MVP. Look at the way he's leading. Look at the way he's playing in big games. James Harden, man, he's better than we thought he was. Doc Rivers, even Doc's coaching well. And then slowly but surely, just in that game, every single one of those things, boom, blew up in our face. James, like, James Harden. Four sixteen. Fine if he can't. Fine if he can't shoot. But what is he doing at the end of the game? How does Joel Embiid not not get the ball? What is Doc doing? What is Embiid doing? All of it. We, all of it. You want to know what the most for me like the sickest part is? I still believe. Like I still think there's a chance they could go in and win on Sunday, right? I do because I look you. at it. I don't feel. I don't feel it right now. But I, I'm with you though. Yeah, you'll get there in a few hours. I'm ahead of schedule. You'll get there in a few hours. But I mean, if you look, if you look at the game, right? They get two days rest, with I, which I, you know, it sounds like a small thing, but it's not. They've been playing every other, every other day this year. You look yeah. at Harden. He had a great game one, two bad games, a great game four, two bad games. He's due, right? Embiid is really not playing that terribly. And, the, the, like, what, what hurts the most about this is the Celtics are not playing that well. Like, like they're a good team, and I think oh. these are oh, two great teams. Which are, what? We got you. We, we you lost you for a, second. Out for a second. You were saying the Celtics aren't playing well. Yeah, I was saying, like, the disappointing, most disappointing part about all this is the Celtics aren't even playing that well. Like, I think these are both good teams, and so they're impacting each other. But it's not like Tatum is having an amazing series. He was certainly great in the fourth quarter last night. The Celtics are not an unbeatable team. So, as much as I know I'm, you know, kind of being like Charlie Brown with the football on Sunday and knowing, knowing that realistically their chances are slim, I do actually think that if you can remove the emotion from this situation, which is hard to do, they have a chance to win on Sunday, and that's like the toughest part is knowing getting back up for that game and thinking they have a chance. But I, I really do think they could go in Boston and win. Well, take me in the building last night, uh, E, before the game, because one of the disheartening things from last night is getting lost uh, because of what happened in the last five minutes of the game is the start of the game. The Sixers just yeah. didn't seem like they were in this game early from a mental standpoint, like the Celtics jumped out on them. What did you feel from inside the building uh, at the start of the game? Man, the energy in the building last night, again, I, you know, I, like it was, it was like very few things I've experienced covering games because it was a collection of extreme excitement of, oh, my God, tonight's the night they get out of the second round. They're going to beat the Celtics. They're going to do it, right? But what's, what's different about Sixers crowds, and it was especially apparent last night, is that energy switches so quickly to extreme tension and anger, right? So at the start of that game, I mean, I was, you know, a half hour before the game, the seats were mostly filled. People were booing when the Celtics came out. People were going crazy when Embiid walked out. And then, like, three minutes in, you, you can cut, cut the tension with a knife, right? So the beginning of the game for the pictures to come out like that, you're right. It's being overshadowed because they did recover from it. And to a certain extent, they deserve some credit, right? I think in past sure. years, yeah. they, would, they would never recover from that. And I think, again, that's what makes the fact that they lost so crazy is because you're, you're watching in that third and fourth quarter and you're going, yes, this is why they're different. This is why I believe in them. This is why I thought they could win. But the, the beginning of that game is part of the reason they lost too. And Bede came out and played terribly. Harden was bad the whole game, obviously bad at the beginning. So, yeah, and when you fall behind like that, that many points, it's just really hard to make that comeback. Yeah, it seemed like Maxie was the only one ready to go at the tip. Yeah, he, he seemed yeah. to play fast. He got a steal. Had a couple buckets there. I just, I just, you know, part of me is sitting here thinking, do the Sixers believe they're the better team? 
or do they believe they're lucky to be where they are? Because if you believe you're truly the better team, then maybe they can go up there Sunday and get a W. But if you're thinking, listen, we, at least we had a better showing than we have had in years past against a better team, and maybe we shouldn't win up there. I just don't know what the Sixers' mindset is right now as a basketball team. I don't know. Did you do that? Uh, did you go to the uh, post game press conference, or did you get out of there? So, nah, I mean, I was I was out of there as soon okay. as I could. Okay. <laughs> but, I just but, but, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the tone of the players well, and whether or not they're yeah. deflated or were they angry that they lost last right. night. Well, what I think is interesting about this team is when we talk about teams normally, there's a an overarching like they all kind of believe one thing, right? When I look at this team, I think they all believe different things. Like I think PJ probably feels we can do this, but probably in anger that it's in this situation. I think Maxi actually has one of the best attitudes on the team in terms of a willingness to shoot. He never, he might not play well all the time, but he always, he doesn't, he never seems afraid of the moment, right? I think Embiid does have confidence. Harden is the one that I can't figure out, and that's one of the more disappointing parts. Like you also have to wonder, and I'm sure we'll get into the, you know, Harden ramifications of this, but I don't know. Do you want Maxi for the next three years? Like I, I think Maxi has some some potential to turn into. Not P.J. Tucker, obviously, as, as a game, but as, as a personality, I think he has a little more of that in him than he does Harden. Like, I saw him last night, like, trying to rally the troops. Him and, him and Tucker were talking to each other. Like, Maxie, I think, has the right attitude. But as a group, yeah, I, I don't think they, they, they're rowing in one collective, uh, well, you know, one collective way, and I think that's part of, uh, of the problem. Yeah, I, and, like, not that you weren't going to max Maxie anyway, but th- this playoff run in this series tells me that, that we got the right guy and he's, he's an important part of the future. Um, you mentioned Harden. I mean, I, and just what I saw from watching the press conferences last night, I mean, I don't think, to me, and this is what's disappointing, I didn't sense they were mad that they lost the game and they're like, damn it, like, we played poorly, we could have won that game. It seemed like they were mad at each other or they were mad at, at – you know, like Joe was mad that he didn't get the ball at the end. Doc was mad that they didn't trust in each other. Harden was like, no, we trusted each other. Shots just didn't fall. Like everybody yeah. was on on separate pages, different pages after last night's game. Instead of everybody being like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Damn it, we're pissed. We got game seven. Let's go. Everybody seemed to be not pointing the finger, but certainly deflecting blame around. So I, I didn't get the – uh, that vibe. I didn't get the feeling they were pointing fingers at each other. I mean, what would I've liked if they came out and kind of said what you said, if they were really emotional and really upset that they lost. Yeah, of course, because that's how a lot of people were feeling. And you want to see that from players in, in the game, but and I'd be interesting for, for Ike's perspective on this as a, as a former athlete, but they have to play on Sunday. Like me, you, Jack, we, like, we can all spend the next two days being, you know, upset and then just turn the game on, on Sunday, as much as last night felt like a funeral and like the end of it, they are alive. Like, the series is not over. They've beaten the Celtics as many times as the Celtics have beaten them. So, while, yes, I agree that last night you would have liked to see a little more kind of anger and, you know, uh, passion from them, maybe it's a good thing that they kind of acted the same way they have after every game. It shows that they're, they're at least potentially maybe able ready to, to regain the emotion and get back uh, going for Sunday. Yeah, I mean, Doc, we won't know because it's behind the scenes, but how he handles today – I don't know what they did today. I don't maybe he, he maybe he gave them a the day off. Maybe they come in and just watch mm-hmm. a little bit of film. Like part of it is you got to sort of clear your mind and get over this cuz you do have a game 7 Sunday. And so it's it's natural that it bothers you and there's an emotional attachment to that game last night, but you got to get over it. Like you mm-hmm. got to get over that 
or else what's the point of traveling up to Boston? So well, and go yeah. ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, look, it sounds like a small thing, but I do really believe the two days off is a big deal. Like if you look at Harden's, yeah. if you look at Harden's numbers this year, when he has two days off, he's played great. Like I don't think it's coincidence that two of his best games these playoffs have been the first games because they have breaks in between, right? They're not going every other day. They're not traveling on their day off to Boston. So to your point, like well, most you know, of them aren't traveling off, on their day off. We hope Harden doesn't travel anywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Assuming he's not in Vegas tonight, you know, right, he should, yes. be getting, <laughs> should be getting some time off. But no, I mean, I I think having some time off, and also for you know, you talk about the energy in the building last night. There might be a benefit to them of getting out of the Philly arena and getting into the Boston arena, and just have it only being them and not having the pressure of like feeling the fan tension around them because they're going to be they are. I mean, they're almost eight point underdogs. No one expects them to win. In reality, Sunday is kind of only a winning situation because I know how I feel. I know listening to callers, right? Like, this season is over. People have given up on this team. Like, no, one, no, one, no one's going to feel worse after they lose Sunday because everyone feels like the series is over. Right. So if they can go out there Sunday, it's almost a bit of a carefree situation. So, you know, obviously it feels weird to say about a game seven. But I think that, you know, with, with how angry people are, you can really only go up on Sunday. And I think you could see them come out – with more of a carefree attitude. And this could work in our favor, right? Cause we, we've seen yeah. it the other way also. Uh, when Atlanta came here for game seven, I would have to imagine Atlanta's mindset, or at least I'm thinking if I'm an opponent coming in here, I'm saying, dude, they're going to be playing in front of that rabid fan base, and if we hit them in the mouth early, that fan base is going to turn on them, and then they're going to mm-hmm. get tight, and we're going to find a way to win this game. Same thing can happen in Boston. Yeah. Boston's fan base is the same way. They were getting booed off the court the other night, too. So imagine having a game seven up there in Boston and the Sixers come out and hit them in the mouth first early. Next thing you know, that the, 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 the tension is thick that you can cut it with a knife yep. in the Boston Garden or whatever it is, TD Arena, whatever it is, <laughs> up there. And it sort of backfires on the Celtics on game seven. I've seen – we've seen teams go into a hostile environment in game seven, and the road team wins. Now, granted, LeBron was on one of those teams that went into yeah. a hostile environment in the game seven. But, again, I, I look at what happened to us. We let Trey Young and John Collins and Kevin Herter come in here in game seven, and guess what happened? Some of our star players got tight late in the game, didn't shoot the ball. NB had 40 turnovers in that game. Doc did a terrible job. Doc did a terrible job yep. coaching. So yep. maybe maybe we get up there in Boston Sunday and we throw the first punch, and then now the Celtics are tight. Yeah. Well, I'm, look, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have you back on my side of believing, Ike. It didn't oh. take me a few hours. It only yeah. took about 10 minutes. But as sad as it is, I'm, I'm happy, to have you, uh, happy to have you back. You know? All right. All right, yeah. Elliot, we'll, we'll talk about the Eagles next week. I know you're, uh, you're short on time because you're running. Uh, you have, uh, are you, where are you sitting tonight, Elliot? It's going to the Taylor Swift concert. Are you a Swifty? Yeah. Well, that's the worst part is I was supposed to wake up today all in. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Did we lose them again? I don't know. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we yeah. got you. No, I was just saying, like, that's the worst part about the loss, too, is that I was supposed to wake up excited today for the concert, throw on some Taylor Swift, get my outfit ready, and now the six got me all down. But, no, nah, I'm, ex- I'm excited to get out there tonight. I guess Howard's going to be there, too. So we he can, uh, oh, yeah, y'all going to hang out? Y'all be hanging out together? Yeah. <laughs> nah, he's probably backstage, you know, with, 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 uh, with the whole family. So I'll, yeah, I'll be open. Uh, my seats probably aren't as good. All right. Little, you see, oh, I guarantee your seats aren't as good as Howard's. Nah, is your, nah. is your, so your outfit's picked out? What are you going with? Well, so the issue is I didn't know it was going to be like 90 degrees tonight. So I got myself like a nice, uh, I got a, a bright colored shirt, got a little jacket to put on over it, new pants, new shoes. But it's going to be hot. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I already bought it. So I'll, I'll maybe be sweating it out tonight. <laughs> you are something else, yep. man. little extra I can't, gel. I can't, I can't give up. I can't give up. Yeah, well, I got a haircut yesterday, yeah. So the so hair is ready the, to go. You yeah. got the freshy, little extra gel to keep it in place. All right. Well, exactly. I, I, yeah. I, it's, all, it's all about the picture. It's not about how you feel. It's about I, I would say leave the jacket. Uh, it's, a, it's a nice jacket, Ike. I don't know. I got <laughs> so <laughs> I'll Elliot, maybe I'll tie it around my waist or something. Oh, definitely don't do that. Don't do, don't do that. Jacket. Okay. No, just wear it if you're gonna if you're gonna during break. Okay, all right. Bring Put the jacket for shoulder. the no. Bring the jacket for the Instagram pictures and then take it off. All right. I mean, it's maybe gonna be I'll 90 that, degrees. But... You're gonna be in there dancing and sweating. I know, and it's gonna be mad crowded. Right? It's not she, gonna help. I'm sure you're going with the with the with the missus, right? You're going with your oh, wife, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. And she's got her outfit all picked out too. So, you know, oh, I can't. I, I got I got to bring it as well. All right. Well, you two gals have fun tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I will appreciate it. Appreciate all right, it. Buddy. All right. All right. I'll right, talk buddy. to you guys later. See ya. <laughs> I got my outfit picked out. I didn't realize it was gonna be 90 degrees. I have my jacket. You could totally see him. Only thing he didn't say he did was when he got his Manny and a Petty. Well, that's the only thing he didn't say. He's, he's done everything else. He like said his shoes, hair, haircut. Yep. I got the jacket. I got the outfit. Yep. He didn't go get a manicure and a pedicure. Oh, uh, at least he didn't say that he did. <laughs> Is he wearing sandals tonight? With they're showing the the feet. Like what are the shoes? No, I don't advise that. No, I, I mean me neither. I don't advise men to show their feet unless they're at home or at a beach anyway. So yeah, but that's just me. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't mind wearing the. <laughs> That's just me, though. I don't mind wearing the. Yeah, you, you come out. You, you, you come. You come in here once in a while with the Twinkies out. Well, only with shorts. You don't wear. Uh, you don't wear sandals. Oh, you don't well, we, do we sandals. Let, <laughs> no, you we let our sand- puppies purr on this show. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you're a puppy purr too. Yeah, forgot yeah. Jack loves that. Oh man. Yeah, he'll. he'll <laughs> just shorts. He can't get his toes out fast enough. Oh, those piggies need to <laughs> go to the farm, but, man. But Jack's wearing Birkenstocks. Yeah, yeah, get it showed yeah. off the curved toe. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We're live at Chiggs and Pete's in Marlton, New Jersey. Oh, the Eagles schedule set for next season. <laughs> Enjoy all the action at Chiggs and Pete's with the Brandon Graham Show and the Players Lounge. Mm-hmm. Live in South Philly every Monday. Details at Um, 
So quickly on the schedule, Ike, while we have a couple minutes here. Uh, the football schedule. Yeah, the Eagles schedule. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't well, care. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, what happened? Um, and, and we actually saw most of it, and it was correct yesterday while we were on the show. So mm-hmm. it's a relatively soft start to the year where they really need to go 4-1 and one because they, they have a brutal stretch there towards the end of the season. Dallas, Kansas City, Bills, Niners, Dallas again, and then Seattle. Uh, a six-week stretch there, and I think they have a bye week in between. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I like the schedule. I think I went up from 12-5 uh, and five to 13-4. and four. No. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, I didn't actually go through it yet with wins and losses. Yeah. 13-4. and four. Back to the bowl, baby. Jackson- That's one thing we do Bull. have. We do have the Eagles. Yeah, we're going back to the bowl. I don't think anyone should have realistic expectations above 11 wins. Really? Keep it right at 11. That's no. what I'm saying. No. Yeah. Tone, tone it down. Tone no. it down. Why, why would I tone it down? We got the best team in the conference. Yeah. Because what the, last night taught me is to never believe. I, and that's, <laughs> no, no I, and, 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 that super, and the Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. But if, if you look at it objectively, who's the second best team in the NFC right now? In the NFC? Yeah. Well, 49ers. Right. And we, don't, and we don't even know who. I mean, and they're yeah, going to be good. Their quarterback we don't know who is, their quarterback right. is. Who's, right. the, who's the third best team in the NFC right Probably now? Probably Dallas. Dallas, right? Yep. And not that Dallas can't beat you because they've shown that they can, but still. Well, we, yeah, until we beat Dak. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we still haven't beat him yet. I, I'm, actually, I'm actually more worried about, da- about Dallas than I am San Francisco. Yeah, because, you know, Dallas feels like they have our number. Yep. Like, that's the way they feel. They're like, oh, whatever the matchup is against the Eagles. We, we feel confident. And they there. could turn that division with those two games. Mm-hmm. And you can go from, from being the. Third, well, last year, the Cowboys were 12 and 5. They won a bad right. team last year. They won right. 12 games. When did yeah. we finish? Did we finish 14 and 3 or 13 and 4? Well, there was that, there was that period where. 14 and record. If you would have lost, I forget what game it was, and Dallas would have won out, you would have you went from having well, a number the, one overall It was seed. the Giants game. Yeah. It was the final game right. of the season. Yeah. Mm. What they, but then the Cowboys did what they do. Yes, they, they, they usually They went to do. Washington and lost to Sam Howell. Speaking of the Cowboys, are the Sixers the Cowboys of the NBA? <laughs> 2 one 5 5 9 2 I hope that doesn't stick. They lose on lose Well, on I know Sunday technically it should, but I'm just saying I hope it doesn't pick up for us here. Maybe people on the outside of the city will be calling us that. I And uh, going back to your conversation with Elliot, and I'm not ready to, to actually talk about it, I don't feel I, – I, I don't I, – I feel okay about Sunday. I do. This is, this is the opportunity for them for, for, it, for, what, for losing the game on home court in game six. They're able to write it. They're able to write it in one game. And I don't feel bad about it. I'm actually – I'm excited to see them come out to see if they can write the wrong. Wow. Yeah. Like, I, and, and better like, than I am. Not, and, and, I'm st- and I'm still mad, and I still want to yell about them. But, like, oh, yeah. I, overall, like, I'm, like you know, the, the whole this team is different thing. I, I want to get back to believing that and feeling like that. <laughs> well, not, go ahead. Just not there yet. Marks and Reese, 215-592-9494. We're live at Chickies in Marlton, New Jersey. Back after this. Hey, it's time for the NBA playoffs, and you can get in on the action right from the first tip with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. Right now, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every weekend when you bet the NBA playoffs. That's right. Just place a three-plus leg same-game parlay or same-game parlay plus on any NBA playoff game, and you'll get bonus bets back if you don't win. All right. I think I like the home teams tonight um, in the NBA. I think Miami closes out its series. They are a a six-and-a-half-point favorite over New York. (laughs) 
That New York team, I just don't know how the hell they even won one playoff game so far. But, hey, who cares? I think Miami wins tonight. And then you got Los Angeles taking on Golden State. Los Angeles, a three-point favorite at home. That line tells me that this is going to be a close one. I like the Lakers' money line tonight. That's a three-point line. That could be a close game. Be careful with this one. Be careful with this one. I'm fan doing sports for the Lakers. part of 94 WIP. That's why we're watching your app. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash Ike. Get a no-sweat same-game parlay every weekend of the NBA playoffs. That's FanDuel.com slash Ike. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA.